Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us on the Roman guest line Stop right now, and driving, kids. Matt Jacob from Props.com. Matt, how you doing tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we'll be doing really good if UT Arlington is able to pull this one off. Uh, we're looking at some, some trends this season, and we're looking at dogs in the NFL. Have dogs been a successful, uh, lucrative decision to make every single Sunday? Have you been backing a lot of underdogs this season in the NFL, Matt? Boy, sure. It is sure the way to well, the way to go and the way to make some uh, some bucks is, uh, is betting underdogs, certainly the last three weeks. Um, I've been on a few of them. Uh, not been on a few of them. You know how it goes. But right. uh Certainly uh, 29, 13, and 1 ATS. I've got them as the last three weeks, which is just, just on fire. And even those last three weeks, it's, it's dead even on a scoreboard. 21 and 21 straight up. Uh, so if you're playing money line dogs, you're making some good money because a lot of these dogs that are covering are uh, laying six points or more. It's been, a, it's been quite a wild ride. You expect a correction at some point. A lot of big numbers on the board this week. So it's clearly uh, uh, an opinion of the uh, of the bookmakers that this might be the week where we see a correction. Matt, what is your advice for sniffing out an underdog? You know, it it, it comes down to a few things. Certainly, situation. Um, you know, which which underdog is in a better situation? Be it you know having a week off or playing a second or third straight home game or uh, not traveling too far, that type of thing. And obviously, the favorite being in a look ahead spot. So if you're looking at a big underdog. Um, you know, I, I don't not big on playing big underdogs in the money line because it, it just doesn't pan out over time, and this season's been the, been the same way. But uh, you know, you look at a situation where an underdog is facing a team that's that's a quality team, better team, but might be overlooking said underdog, and uh, and and just putting that team aside and looking forward to the next week, and then that's when they can get caught. Are you watching pressers for to see if they're they're going to overlook them? Uh, not necessarily. No, I, I just I just think it's a you know a lot of a lot of times too. I look at rivalries um, in, in underdog situations too, where it's a rival that's uh, it's catching some points, and uh, you know it, it, in certain situations, you know, let's take the Jets out of it for for first for, for example. But you know, in certain situations where you got a team that that's you know an average team at best, you know, catching some good points in an underdog situation, especially at home. Saw that with the Saints a few weeks ago. Yeah, I really, Tampa. really liked the Saints against the Buccaneers, yeah. and uh, and that paid off. It was a it was a smart underdog play. Um, a situation also I liked the, a couple of weeks ago was the Giants catching points at home against a Raiders team that had been through a lot of turmoil, traveling across the country, playing an early game. Um, you know, the Giants didn't necessarily – they weren't their best, but they got the Raiders at, a, at the right time and it took care of business. Um, M- Matt, I'm <sighs> – you know, when we brought you into this interview, Ryan, you asked how we were doing, and Ryan answered, you know, we'd be great if UT Arlington pulled off this <laughs> win. Well, Abilene literally just hit a ah! buzzer-beater three-pointer to send it to overtime. So while you were oh, talking no. about, um, you know, five-star plays and your best advice for sniffing out underdogs, Ryan was... Dude, hit a, contest, a contested, like... 60 footer to send it into overtime he where was, I'll ultimately lose my bet. He was Matt, over here so. contemplating jumping off the first floor. Now, yeah, the first was, floor, not a long leap, it but it's just a sign of how he's feeling right now. So we are we are officially in a sweat. Um, I like how we're talking about underdogs. I want to keep that ball rolling here. And I've been asking a few of our guests sure. this because one underdog that I that's very blatantly on the board right now in front of my face is one of the best teams against the spread this season in the Dallas Cowboys. Now I know, I know, I get it. 
everybody's been waiting for this Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs team to fire on all cylinders, and that happened last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. Even me. I bet on the freaking Chiefs every single week, and they have not been winning me money. And I, I was like, you know, this week I'm out on them. And, of course, they turned the corner, and they light up the scoreboard. This week they're two-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. favorites at home against the Dallas Cowboys. But I like the Dallas Cowboys. They're way more consistent. What are you feeling about this game? The total is 55 and a half. Any plays on the total or the side? But I'm really interested in backing the dogs who have been lucrative all season long. Yeah, and this is one of those games. I think the Packers-Vikings is another one. And yep. the Saints-Eagles is another question. one. Yep. A, lot of, a lot of traps uh, being set, I think, this week. It's, it's a little bit scary. So so tread lightly, I would say. Okay, thank I'm you. right there with you. I've been just – I've just been – in my articles, just, you know, you don't bet on the Chiefs. They're not making you money. But, you know, last week, it really wasn't much of a spread. It was a two-and-a-half-point spread just like today, So just like this week. So it really is, are they going to win the game? Spread probably isn't going to come into play. Um, you know, do I want to step in front of the Cowboys, though? Like you said, 8-1 and one against the spread. They had the, the one no-show, obviously, two weeks ago at Denver. Talk about a team that just – you know, didn't show up to play, was overlooking the opponent. That was a situation. They fixed that last week. Um, you know, I'm also it, – it's the most amazing thing to me, and I've taken some shots because, sorry, it's low-hanging fruit. It's easy to take. But the Cowboys are 8-1 ATS with Mike McCarthy as their head coach. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, they were the worst point spread team in football last year, 5-11. Yeah. They beat their they beat their – their point spread record in six weeks this year that they that they had last year. That's it was, crazy. It's been crazy. Yeah. Um, I do think, you know, the Cowboys, They, I think that they're a, they're a better team all around than the Chiefs are. You don't know about that Chiefs defense. Weather could be an issue. That's one thing I would absolutely look at in this game is weather. The Cowboys have yet to play in any kind of weather, and obviously they're a team that, that, that they run, like to run on a fast, clean track. Um, you know, Mahomes looked good, but, again, you know, a Raiders team that – you know, I just think is in turmoil. One of the one of the plays I like this week is the Bengals. I know that they're not necessarily playing the best, but I think this is a bet against Raiders team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think their season's going right into the toilet, and I don't know how much stock you can put in that Chiefs. When you think about that Chiefs, when I was on the Chiefs in that game, I just kind of was anti-Raiders, obviously more than I was pro-Chiefs. But that game was tight in the third quarter, and yeah. if Sean Jackson doesn't fumble the football, we could be looking at an entirely different situation. Mm-hmm. So. I'm with you on the Cowboys in that I don't think I would touch the Chiefs in this game, but I wouldn't. I would go light on this game because I just it just smells trappy to me. Yeah, Matt, another team that doesn't always well. I think they're three and six against the spread. Another team that just doesn't seem to cover that should Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They haven't they're, covered the spread on the road this year. At, on the road at all this nope. year? Yeah, they're at home uh, against the New York Football Giants. They're ten and a half point favorites. The only time that they've covered the spread is as double-digit uh, favorites as well. What is your feel yeah. for that? Because it feels like this line is a little trappy. My my initial thought is maybe hopping on the Giants. Uh, not a bad thought, and it's funny you bring that up because not only are the, are the Buccaneers 3-0 against the spread as a double-digit favorite, but they're 0-5 against the spread as a single-digit favorite. They had the pick game against the Rams that you know went off as a pickup, so I'm not counting that one. But it's like it's kind of a it's right there in front of your face. When they're laying big points, they blow teams, bad teams out, too. I mean, they faced some bad teams. They faced the Falcons. Um, can't remember a couple other teams they, they, they really destroyed at home. You know, I don't know if you want to step in front of Tom Brady after a two-interception performance. Yeah. Uh, he is 44 years old. I thought Father Time tapped him on the shoulder. I think, what, what, what did I write that back in I don't know, 2012? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and Max Kellerman <laughs> were writing that article every day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so – 
you know, they're, they're back home. The Giants are coming off a bye. Giants, you know, you just wait. You're waiting for Daniel Jones to just do something, right? Just to have a game and, and then roll that into another good game and another good game. And you're waiting for Saquon Barkley to be healthy for multiple games in a row. It just seems like this team can't, you know, it's one step forward, three steps back. So, um, you know, I kind of like, I kind of like the Buccaneers in this game, despite the big points, despite the trend of underdogs cashing, um, just based on, on it's a small sample size. It's only three games that they've been double digit favorites, but they took care of business and none of those games were close. So, um, you yeah, this could be a, this could be a get right situation for Tampa Bay. Matt, we were talking about this a little bit earlier on in the show. Are there any teams either in the uh, AFC, NFC that you see any value with right now? Super Bowl futures. You know, the Bills are plus five fifty, but you could have had a better number a couple weeks back. Tampa, after a couple losses, still plus six fifty. And then you got the Chiefs ten to one, Green Bay nine to one. Anybody that you would play, or where you see some value, maybe a little bit uh, lower on the board, even. Yeah, yeah, and I hate to say it. It's okay, I do it. Him. We dealt, we dealt with them for two decades. Yep. I know, wow. where you're go- I know where you're going. Same here, Matt. Just say yeah. it. The fighting Belichicks, right? Uh, yeah, the hoodie. It's the hoodie. It's, uh, it's the Patriots. Uh, I haven't seen the number lately. I actually said last week, I said to some friends, did I actually go out and bet it? No. I said, take the Patriots to win the AFC, AFC East. They still face the Bills twice. Belichick knows how to beat that team. He knows how to beat Josh Allen. I'm not saying they're going to, but they do get them twice. They, could easily, they basically control their destiny for the division, right? Um, obviously, they're done with the Jets, but they still got a game against the Dolphins. That'll be um, a, a revenge game, obviously, from week one. This team just sort of found itself. I can't name three of their skill position players. I can't. <laughs> nope. I cannot. And, 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 and yet, here they are in our face again. You know, could be dead wrong. They could be headed for a fall, you know, down the road. I haven't checked their, their full schedule beyond the immediate future. But um, if you can get them at anything beyond 10 to 1 right now, I think it's, I think it's really good value. Um, I think that's a situation uh, worth looking at and just, you know, it's one of those things where you put a ticket in your pocket and maybe at least I would be like, I'd be okay if I don't cash this one. Yeah, 22 to 1 right now. Yeah. Win the Super Bowl, that is. It's 22? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Might have to wow. sprinkle at least a little something on it just just to say you yeah. did. Uh, Matt, uh, sure. is, speaking of futures, I love the insight that you're giving right now. Let's talk more about this MVP award. We, we literally discussed this throughout the show. We don't know who the best player in football is. We don't know who the best team in football is. Right now, Josh Allen – Plus two hundred to win the MVP. I'm not. I'm not laying. I'm not only. I, I want more value than uh, two hundred plus two hundred for Josh Allen. Anybody that right. that really sticks out to you on the board, like, is this? I mean, I, this isn't the question that everybody's been asking all Monday morning. Is this the time to jump on Patty Mahomes twenty five to one odds? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that's the the biggest, uh, I guess, uh, value play I could see. But anything else on the board that you like, or you could talk about Patrick Mahomes. You know. Uh, I didn't. I, I wasn't going to go there, but I actually do think you know Mahomes. If, if it's twenty-five to one, is worth the shot. He's got a lot of games left. Yeah. He's got some division games left, and he, you know, if that team catches fire, it's only going to catch fire because of him. And uh, he may have figured a few things out. The only thing about Mahomes is, you know, I think he started to realize, you know, I can't be wild, crazy Patrick Mahomes anymore. I can't be constantly going for the forty-yard bombs, which is what he he needs to put the stats back up. I'll tell you the one guy I really wanted. I'm actually well, obviously glad I didn't bet it, but it's just so. It's still even three weeks later. So disappointing. Derrick Henry would have been my guy Man. to win the MVP this yeah. year. He he certainly deserved it last year as much as anybody. You know, Rodgers obviously had a killer year, but he's a guy that you know I really was looking towards as as, as a guy to bet on, and then and then he comes up and gets hurt, and basically pretty much sounds like out for the season, possibly a late season return. 
but it is a it's a muddy situation. Josh Allen, you know, two twenty. You know, no, 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 there's no way. Not at all. I, I just don't. I don't see it happening. I don't see Aaron Rodgers making a big surge. Uh, Kyler Murray's been up and down and hurt, and who knows right. with how much he'll be in and out of the lineup. You got to be careful with those guys um, who are very, you know, get out of the pocket, move around much because it just takes one injury. Obviously, Lamar Jackson got got the job done as the MVP a few years ago, but uh, it's a tough it's a tough race right now. And you, I would look for anything beyond fifteen to one at this point because it's, it is kind of a wide open race, and you can find somebody at the at the back of the odds pack who over these next two months can uh, can come make a charge like a horse coming around the final turn. Uh, 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 oh, excuse me. Brain fart. Uh, 15 to 1, we got Cooper Cup, and then we get into like Ezekiel Elliott range, 25 to 1, James Conner. Carson Wentz sitting there at 50 to 1. <laughs> Any chance the left hand <laughs> the left hand, uh, the left hand passes improve, uh, impress the voters rather? Maybe not. <laughs> Matt, thanks so much yeah, for Carson joining Wentz. us. Can I... Yeah, you got it, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Matt Jacob right there. You can find his work with Props.com. Wants no part of Carson Wentz. He joined us on the Roman (laughs) guest line.